0: the Scaling Japan podcast. A podcast about how to grow your business from $100,000 beyond and beyond.
1: In the land of the rising sun. Welcome to the Scaling Japan podcast. I'm your host Tyson Battino, and on today's episode we have Makoto Shibata from Fino Labs. And I'm very excited to have Makoto on our podcast today. In the past, we've covered areas like angel investment and venture capital, but we've never talked about corporate venture capital. And in scaling your company, sometimes corporate venture capital can really help to accelerate your growth because of the connections they can bring to your organization. We are really, really lucky to have someone with Makoto's experience to tell us about CVCs or Corporate Venture Capital. I'm very glad to have you Makoto and could you please introduce yourself?
0: Thank you for having me today. And I'm Makoto Shibata from Finolab. Finolab is a FinTech incubation office in central Tokyo. And we have like 50 startups. And also we have like 20 corporate members trying to pursue open innovation and before joining finolab i was working in one of the large financial institutions for many years particularly in the digital banking area and also i was in charge of research and development and part of that was to uh, make investment into uh, startups And also I was involved in the preparation of a corporate venture capital. So I think I can talk from the large financial institution side. And at the same time, currently I'm helping many startups to get funding from some of these uh, corporate venture capital. So I can talk from the both side.
1: Yeah, I feel really lucky to have someone of your experience on the podcast and I'm I'm really excited to learn about corporate venture capital. So I guess my first question would be, what is corporate venture capital?
0: I guess many of you have heard the word CBC, and actually it is a venture capital arm of any corporate, and particularly large corporates trying to uh, pursue their innovation or open innovation strategy They would like to work with a startup with good technology or a good business model. And not just having a contractual relation with them, they would uh, pursue their possibility of making investment. And by making investment, you will be able to have a good understanding of your business partner And also, you would have certain control over your business partner. So, in some cases where large corporates are a bit um, worried about the stability of uh, startups, these venture capital investment is one good tool to have a good working relationship.
1: I see. So it really helps get these large corporations, you know, get really get connected with the leading edge of technology, right?
0: Right. And I think here in Japan with the very low interest rate and also relatively low growth rates, many corporates are trying to um, innovate with the help of startups. And that is one reason why uh, many large corporates are trying to set up their corporate venture capital these uh, corporates are trying to achieve certain return from cvc but the main purpose of setting up is to have a strategic alliance with the uh, startups
1: so i know in the past corporations tried to do like you know r&d new product development internally but have you seen it shift between a mixture of internal and now, I guess, by through the CVC arm, like more of an external approach?
0: Many corporates realize that there are certain limitations for their own effort internally, partly because of the radical changes in technology and partly because conservative nature of large corporation, they would turn to outside startups to accelerate their research and development process.
1: And it sounds like, too, where uh, rather than investing in something internally for like a year, two years, three years, they could possibly put smaller bets at a much lower cost
0: compared to doing it internally, right? And you can diversify your portfolio of your investment in efficient ways if you are to uh, find the um, promising startups in different areas.
1: Yeah, because I can see the complexity when you're dealing with staff. Like, you know, you can't cut a project that easily. But I guess if it's through CVCs, you can simply decide not to reinvest.
0: Right, and typically the staff in the large corporates may not uh, want to um uh, challenge totally new thing if you are to have your future career
1: yeah and i can see that if you mess up one project you know they might not put you in charge of another project
0: right right
1: Uh, thank you very much so i I think i have a much better idea of uh, what a cvc is now so i think probably some of the listeners are also curious like how is it different compared to a vc
0: the biggest change is its goal so typical Venture capital would try to maximize the return, especially they are raising fund from other uh, investor and they need to make sure that the investor would get the return in certain period of time. So typically venture fund is set for like 10 years or uh, seven years or eight years, whatever the duration is, you would try to make the return as much as possible during the period. But for CVC, of course, you are expected to uh, make certain return. But more importantly, you need to uh, maximize the strategic outcome for the, the corporation. So if you can have a partnership with this startup, or even uh, acquire a startup through CBC and improve your business outcome. That is something that CBC is expected to carry out.
1: I'm not sure if this is correct, but I guess my assumption would be, too, that maybe the CVCs, especially if they are experts in the space that your business, your startup is in, they definitely have possibly way more connections possibly than VCs in general or they might be able to open doors faster?
0: In some areas, the CVC are quite well informed about the industry or certain areas, but their knowledge sometimes is limited to their own field. And if they are to uh, look for wider technology elements or uh, new business approaches, they need to uh, go out of their own field. So it's a bit difficult to uh, compare with uh, normal VC. And even for VC, some VCs are very strong in particular areas. And some VCs are very strong for uh, general uh, investments.
1: Thanks for answering. So yeah, I guess real due diligence and. Um really researching the VC and the CVC, if they can really provide value to your specific industry, and possibly even like the the person you're dealing with in the venture capital or CVC as well, I can see makes a big impact. So I think we have a pretty good idea of what CVC is now and how it differs compared to VC. But how would a entrepreneur evaluate a CVC?
0: If you look around, um, there's certain difference in the approach of these uh, CBCs. Some are very focused on the particular areas for strategic alliance. And if they are having too much narrow focus, um, that might not be... um, very good assistance for uh, startups to you, uh, make a very
1: broad growth. Uh, what do you mean by narrow focus meaning is they might maybe potentially pressure the startup to go in a certain direction that's more for their own gain?
0: Maybe the startups have uh, several uh, lines of business or several product lines and uh, CBC uh, might put pressure to focus on just one particular products or one particular business ideas, if that might be um, beneficial for the corporate to um, acquire or uh, to partner with.
1: Thanks for clarifying. And how else could we evaluate uh, a CBC as a startup?
0: So apart from having focus in some cases the cbc might have very strong restriction on to what extent the startups can work with outside companies and you might end up having a very exclusive arrangement on contractual terms once you get the investment And that might limit the possibility of uh, future growth of the startups. So you have to be careful to what extent your relationship with CBC would help you to grow versus your possibility to work with one particular large corporate.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of Scaling Japan. In addition to serving as your fine host, I also provide advisory and coaching services to business owners who want to 2x, 5x, and even 10x their business. So stop holding your company and your team and your employees back and let me help you and your company scale. Find more information at scalingyourcompany.com. Now, back to the episode. Gotcha. know that makes sense. I think one is could be that narrow focus. The other one is they might get you in a deal where it makes it difficult to partner with other companies or, you know, really expand.
0: And also, since now many large corporates have decided to set up a CBC, not all CBC would have an capability to make proper investment decision or proper ability to support startups after investment so you would need to make sure that who is running the the cbc and what kind of a structure cbc has been created
1: I think that's a really good point because I could see someone who they might be blinded or charmed by the name of the CVC or the name of the corporation that they represent and assume that let's say the level of operational excellence in the parent corporation is also applied to the CVC arm as well.
0: Right and sometimes when the large corporates decides to set up a CBC, and they would assign someone internally uh, with very few knowledge in investment, or uh, limited knowledge to support startups.
1: I mean, it's a little bit surprising, but uh, is there a reason for that? Like, I guess my assumption would be maybe it's someone they have in mind for a may have potential director role or, you know, someone they would like to bring up into the C-suite. So that would be kind of like a channel to move up the corporate ladder?
0: It really depends on the corporate. Some corporates would understand the invest, um, importance of uh, investment arm and they bring in venture capitalists. But um, some corporates would just think CBC as certain test bits and try to start with uh, someone in the corporation who was engaged in research and development or investment innovation activities in the past. And that may not end up in the uh, very good result. So you have to be careful who is actually running the CBC, and what kind of uh, support you can get from the CBC after getting the investment?
1: Yeah, I was curious like what type of person internally they would promote to such a position, but uh, what you explained about like someone who's maybe a past researcher or maybe did something in the investment in a different department would be someone. You also mentioned about Bring in professionals sometimes. And if they were to bring in a professional, what are some typical, uh, I guess, backgrounds of the professional?
0: Someone who has a venture capital background in un- another venture fund would be ideal. And if you can combine that with the internal staff who has a good knowledge about the corporate structure, I think that works well. But if you just let uh, someone who lacks the knowledge of uh, venture investment, you may not get the good result.
1: I see. And you mentioned, I think, uh, when we were discussing earlier about how to really evaluate a CVC. I think some tips you gave me was really trying to understand why they created the CVC in the first place.
0: Right. There several different reasons for a corporate to uh, set up a CBC. Basically, it's most likely that strategy alliance, but what is the main strategy of the company? In my world, financial service area, uh, in some cases they would like to uh, strengthen particular area of financial service or they would like to uh, reduce the cost. Of their operation or in some cases they need to compete with other players in the market in certain service areas and these kind of uh, background is quite important to understand why cbc became an existence from certain corporate group and that would help you to understand what would be the expectation from the corporate side to partner with certain startups. And if that goal is good match, you would have better future. But um, if that has certain uh, mismatch, you'd end up in a miscommunication.
1: Thank you for sharing that. And I think, yeah, the other one you mentioned was really just seeing if the corporate, rather than relying on their name to really look into how much support they provide uh, the person in charge and yeah, kind of just seeing what their track record is in supporting other companies.
0: Right. And, uh, first of all, uh, in which section or the, which department of the company, this venture capital arm is controlled by is one uh, important element and also after setting up it's important to see the track record to what extent they have been making investment and i think by reviewing the track record you would have pretty good idea whether they are focusing on later stays or early stays or seed round and also what kind of uh, areas they are making investment in, what would be the size of the investment they are particularly making. And you can imagine whether it would be your good fit for your startup.
1: Excellent. Well, that's really useful to know. And now that I know a bit about kind of like how to evaluate them, I think the question on everyone's mind is, now, how do I approach a CVC?
0: There is no golden rule, but um, (laughs) CVC people are trying to look for startups anyway, just like VC people. So you try to attend the industry events, or typically they would have their website and also they would have their investment uh, activities in the past and they have certain contact points that they would make uh, themselves available. So I think it would be worthwhile to uh, try getting in touch uh, with them if you feel that certain CBC would be a good match for you.
1: Ah, oh, thanks for sharing that. And uh, do you have any other thoughts on how to approach a CVC?
0: I guess if you start doing your fundraising, I think the, the information will be passed from one uh, venture capital to another. And it is important to access the network of people, right network of people for your industry. So, for example, in my area, fintech or financial service, we have pretty good network between the startups and startup community and uh, venture capital community and CBC, people who are exposed to uh, the fintech area. So, once you start doing your fundraising, the information will be passed on if your startup has a good potential and so I think it's quite important to meet people in the network to have uh, opportunity for them to uh, refer you to someone and not very simple thing to uh, formalize but it's one effort that you need to make
1: yeah no definitely and do you Finolabs do you help corporate? Or I guess help startups with kind of choosing which is probably the more suitable path or what's more strategic for them.
0: After setting up this Finolab, and after a while, we decided to uh, have our own fund, especially for early stage startup, Series A or a seed round, before these uh, startups have a good opportunity to uh, have conversation of uh, VCs or CVCs. We uh, decided to help them from the early stage. And during the process, we started to have conversation with other VCs or CVCs. So in some cases, we make uh, reference for other uh, VCs. And also we organize a pitch contest for um, startups so that uh, their capability and their business ideas would be um, visible to many investors as well as uh, business partners, for example, financial institutions.
1: Excellent. And we're gonna uh, definitely put some links in the show notes for where people can find out more about the pitch contests and Phenolabs. labs, and uh, yeah, you mentioned earlier about I think the the corporate structure and how the CVC arm fits into that corporate structure, of the department. But could you share more information on what possibly like what types of departments or like a, where the CVC is located in a corporation's or organization structure?
0: One example is some companies would see it it as a peer investment. So uh, maybe like treasury or accounting or budget management or corporate planning would control the investment and to uh, maximize the return. That might be one possibility if you are well informed about the industry. You might have a good opportunity to find right startups and can maximize your return in long run in addition to your strategic purposes. And another example is to have it with research and development or innovation arm trying to uh, make CBC as your test bets or innovation, part of your innovation arm. And another possibility is that any line of business would set up their own CBC to focus on particular line of business. So I guess these three examples would be typical within the corporate structure.
1: Have you ever found yourself having trouble creating a business plan? Do you pretty much operate on a day-to-day or week-to-week basis, creating confusion and chaos in your organization? If that sounds like you, I recommend you join my Entrepreneur Bootcamp. In my bootcamp, you'll set an achievable but challenging revenue target for the current or following fiscal year, and we will create a business plan to make it a reality. See more in the show notes below. And now back to our episode. Depending on the structure, like based on what you've seen, uh, how does it impact in their dealings with the startups?
0: Depending on the structure, you would find a difference in the decision-making process. And in some cases, CBC has a strong autonomy to make investment by themselves. And in some cases, CBC would always need to get approval from the, the head office or the your department in charge of the, the CBC. So these differences would have an impact on how the, the investment decision is made and in what speed and what outcome. So if you are a startup startup, to um, have conversation with CBC, it will be helpful to understand what is the the structure of the CBC within the whole corporate
1: structure. So to make sure they have the, let's say the resources, possibly the authority, and that, let's say the corporate strategic vision and see how you align there, Mm
0: -hmm. to
1: see how much they might potentially support you in the future.
0: Right, right.
1: And yeah, what are some differences between uh, CBCs in Japan versus the West?
0: In Japan, the CBC became quite big or even a smaller corporates started to set up their CBC recently. So there are certain boom or um, big trend within CBC to expand. Uh, recently, partly because the Japanese uh, corporates are quite uh, rich in cash. And <laughs> at the same time, they have a limited place to invest. So they need to find the, the right way to uh, make certain exit. And CVC is uh, one way of doing it. And instead of making big investment in research and development, uh, they decided to set up a CBC. And if we are to look at the cases in Western world, it's quite difficult to generalize, but the successful CBC has um, quite long track record and I think they have learned from the past experience that using their knowledge in particular industry, they would try to uh, maximize their return, not just simple strategic alliances. So along with making partnership, they would try to uh, find the right partner to get return in long term
1: where CVCs have a lot of capital, but not essentially the right places to put it. I'm putting together a list of uh, venture capital firms, CVCs that have invested in foreign run startups in Japan. I've seen some investments where I, I, I check the investments, like, okay, they have a lot of capital to spend because this seems like a terrible investment. <sighs> it, has, it has no match with that corporation's core competencies it's an area they have no idea about and it just it seems cool and trendy so it was kind of funny seeing that for those out there with startups there is capital around that's looking for a home
0: right yeah in some cases the cbc is set up to publicize the fact that large corporates are making investment for their uh, future and they try to find startups with a big name and try to make publicize the fact ah. that they're making um, investment. Even if the investment doesn't make a big return, it may have a certain PR effect.
1: God, and, thanks for educating me on that. that makes right, perfect sense.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so it's quite difficult to approve that, but we have learned many cases of such an effort. Um, oh, I and see, yeah. So in some cases, if someone has a very good idea with a very eloquent person leading a company, they may be able to attract investment from fairly large corporates. And once the investment becomes big, it will create its own publicity.
1: Thank you for correcting me there. Good learning point for me too. Okay, You've answered the why for me. Because <laughs> right. I was thinking like, why? why do they do this? But Thank right. you for giving a logical explanation <laughs> for what seemed to be a, a very illogical decision. Yeah, I think that we talked before, but I wanted to ask you about other than CVC, like, you know, venture capital, if there was any alternative ways of raising funds.
0: One thing is that uh, conventionally banks were very conservative and they would ask companies to bring three year accounting out. Comes like PL and uh, BS balance sheet and profit and loss uh, for three years, but uh, it's changing a little bit. And many banks are starting to introduce what they call a business loan or business lending, uh, which would try to evaluate the company with the account record. So if you have a good outstanding of deposit. Income and payment record, they would appreciate that and make you a loan from analyzing that data. So, if you have some uh, business partner, business record with a large financial institution, you might want to check whether their small, medium sized enterprise business loan is available or not. And also, we are finding different alternative way of raising fund. For example, what we call asset-backed loan, where if you have certain receivables or like inventories, they would make loan out of it. And one example is what we call invoice financing, or particularly many startups are starting to bring in what they call factoring. Factoring is where if you are selling goods to uh, someone and if the buyer would have uh, promised to pay a seller in a certain period of time, the factoring service provider will pay you in advance with the invoice or contract record. And you can do it. Not telling the the buyer or if you can get the contractual arrangement with the buyer, the factoring service provider will get the final payment from the buyer. So that kind of uh, arrangement would help startups to get the funding if you are to deal with uh, uh, large corporates as a buyer.
1: Gotcha. Without having to give equity. Right, right.
0: And instead of giving up the equity, some financial institutions, especially the the public ones, are starting to introduce what they call a capital loan. So it's uh, basically a loan, but It's not for working capital, but it's more to uh, set up the the company in the beginning. So you can arrange the loan in five years time or even longer and pay back once you grow. So that can be an alternative to uh, make venture funding. And also, uh, there are certain financial instruments called uh, private placement bonds. So if you are to uh, sell bonds to a public, there are many restrictions. But if you are getting the funding from a small group of people, so up to, um, le- if it's less than 50 investors, you can make this uh, bond, very uh, easy to uh, set up so some of the smaller banks are helping their customer or small medium-sized enterprise to issue a bond instead of taking a loan so you would have a variety of uh, fundraising methods uh, aiming at the small medium-sized companies in startups are now to uh, different these instruments.
1: Thank you for sharing about those alternatives because I plan on getting another guest to talk about bank loans. And I think most people, that's kind of what they think of when, uh, let's say, just venture or I would say capital for, ener- for equity, uh, taking a loan. But thank you for introducing these other ways that I think most people probably don't know.
0: And even a bank loan, has uh, variation these, as I mentioned in the beginning. So it might be interesting to have uh, experts explanation and to what extent the banks are uh, extending their loan facilities to uh, smaller companies or companies from outside of uh, Japan.
1: You know, thank you so much for your time. And uh, is there anything else you'd like to share us about Phenolabs?
0: Right. So Phenolabs has a YouTube channel channel called finolab channel and we are publishing a different video on these uh, fintech topics and also we organize events and then they're mostly in japanese but in some cases we bring in foreign guests to have interview in english or we organize english events and we organize competition or like award to um, give to creative startups or to financial institution. So I appreciate if you check out this uh, Finalab channel.
1: Excellent. Yeah, we'll put a link to that in the show notes for sure. And also, do you have uh, any other requests for the audience or uh, any other information to share?
0: We are helping some of the foreign startups to enter Japan in particularly in collaboration with Tokyo Metropolitan Government and Financial Service Agency and they would like to have more foreign startups in financial service area to enter Japan. So if you come across uh, someone who's trying to knock on doors of Japan financial market, we are always uh, here to support them.
1: Thank you so much, Makoto, and Mm -hmm. thank you for coming on the podcast.
0: Thank you for having me.